two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. Wikipedia! Wikipedia! Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Welcome back to yet another terrible, terribly disappointing episode of That Was Disappointing. I got myself Art here with Joe. What's up, Hello. Lex? Got producer Dave. Awesome. Good oh, morning to you. <laughs> Don't mind his fucking delay. Jesus Christ. Are you, are you done watching your show? Are you paying attention now? He's laughing. It's fine. Uh, we also have uh, back to the show. We got Chris. And new to the show, Dan. What's up, Dan? Hey, y'all. What's up? Chris, how you doing? Doing fantastic. I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I, I can hear it. It's just oozing <laughs> through the speakers, that, that joy. What's everybody You're drinking? You're at NC it. <laughs> What's everybody drinking? I've Anybody? got the bow <laughs> tonight. I tell you, no matter how many episodes we do, this is still... It's, it's still a traffic jam of terrible. All right, so Dave's got the bow. I have a uh, talisman whiskey. I have a uh, Voodoo Ranger IPA. Nice. Very nice. And I have a bottle, um, even though Art and Chris and such like to poke fun of me about this, I have a bottle Moscato. That almost rhymes the way you well, say is it. Is it pink? Nope, it's a is blue it bottle. Or is it, you mean pink Moscato? Uh, yeah, he had pink Moscato the other week. That's true. Well, no, clear. That looks clear, yeah. Sorry, uh, what do you got there, Chris? Bullet bourbon. Bullet bourbon. Nice. Rock and roll. Yeah. Okay, so we have yet another four riveting topics coming to you. And ooh, ooh. to kick it off today, it will be Joe. Ooh, how exciting. Hello, everybody. So I've been thinking um, at work, I am part of a lottery club. Um, you know, every week I buy uh, Powerball, Mega Millions tickets on the off chance that, that I strike it rich, my coworkers and I. So my question I have this evening, my topic is, if you all were to win the lottery, what would your stupid purchase be? And what I mean by a stupid purchase is, let's say you've won... You, like a hundred million dollar jackpot you're going to go out and buy something stupid with it what would that be art let's start with you oh man <laughs> i was you you saw the wheels turning in my brain i was uh shit um what would i buy that would be totally stupid really you know stupid. what a uh, hundred million dollars you say yes yeah but, uh, all right uh, but you're not going to spend it all at one time it's just something stupid you're gonna buy hey look look i'm gonna spend because you have a hundred million dollars i'm gonna spend as much as is necessary to make my dream come true fair enough and that is to genetically engineer a unicorn hmm. i want a real unicorn and i'm gonna trade i'm gonna train it to be like a show pony 
So I'm going to find the geneticists that they, you know, Michael Crichton was inspired by for Jurassic Park. And I'm going to find a way to tack a fucking rhino horn on the front of a horse, a Clydesdale, maybe one of those Budweiser horses. And I'm going to make it the most beautiful, awesome unicorn you've ever seen. Wow. So even if it costs $99,999,999, that's what you're going to buy is you're going to create a new species out of thin air, basically. Correction. I'm going to create one. So because of that, it will then be priceless. I have actually turned my investment of nine. Wait, ninety-nine million. Wait, ninety. Yeah, ninety-nine million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand ninety-nine ninety-nine nine 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 into something that is literally worth billions because there's only one. And I suppose mm -hmm. I should probably have forethought to make it a boy unicorn so that I can sell its sperm. <laughs> What's it going to impregnate? I don't know, another horse or something. I'm sure the genetics will work. <laughs> you know, come on, come on. Or a rhinoceros. Yeah, exactly. Or not, you've seen Jurassic Park. Life finds a way. It'll find a way to just continue its 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 existence on this planet. So yeah. You're going to have half-breed unicorns and rhinoceroses. That's what you're going to create. Because you're only creating one unicorn. Yeah. So that's what you're going to do. Yep. Yeah. And I'm going to be the only one with a unicorn. And then you guys will be so fucking jealous because oh, yeah. I'm trotting around Big Burbank oh. on my Clydesdale with a weapon at the front of it. It is literally yeah. like a, a, a lance at the front of a horse. I mean, yeah. honestly, the military probably come up to me to, you know, try to tell them, you know, how I did it. The unicorn market is very overlooked. I have to admit. See, that. at <laughs> least you understand. It, it's it's such a it's such a big deal that people talk about all the time about wanting to have a unicorn. Goddamn right. Hard. Yeah. You could literally market your unicorn on Instagram and make over one hundred million dollars using that. See, so and Dan sure <laughs> is one of these dudes who's actually really in tune with the way social media works and how to to market the stuff. And I was going to say actually that art would actually be a god to like the bronies out there. <laughs> That's true. I would have, look, oh look at that. This is really unpacking some serious <laughs> shit. I would have an army of bronies at my command because I would be the leader with their their banner animal right you would, there. You would be leading astride your, your unicorn mount. <laughs> That's right. The brony yes, march. <laughs> can, you, can you just imagine it? <laughs> oh, there I am going onto the field of urban uh, battle on my unicorn. Right. Hey, pull over because yeah, that was the dumbest sound. It's just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So, so Chris or Dan, who would like to go next? What would your stupid purchase be? I haven't thought of anything stupid enough yet. Hold on. All right, Chris, how about you? Loser! You're a loser! <laughs> you know. One of the things that I would want, and, and uh, you know, being from Maryland, and I just want to talk about, you know, the seafood is delicious down there, and the crabs especially. I would want to actually have a mobile crab farm that I could travel with wherever I would go so that I could always have Maryland crab cakes. <laughs> so I would, it would have to fly with me on my private jet. It would, have, it would come with me to the Bahamas, and I would just have the, this tank with crabs in it all the time. I okay. bred, and I could bring gigantic ones, like just massive 
10 pound Maryland crabs and have them with me at all times. But it would be pretty expensive to like mobilize that because you have to have the water, you know, the brackish water and all brought in because it would be, you know, Chesapeake Bay crabs. So that's what I would do. And um, yeah, I mean, I'd have, probably have to have a tank built into the plane now that I think about it and into my limousine. So I would have to, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty big expense for me to do that. And the crab farmers, they'd have to come too to make sure that they're harvesting the right way. So you're saying that you'd always have crabs, like you I would always just, have crabs. Yeah, always have crabs, and would that be something you'd have to disclose to anybody that hey, well, look, I, I have crabs I everywhere I you go? I don't know that I'd have to disclose it. They would just see them. <laughs> like if they got on my airplane, they would see like the tank with the crabs in it, and they'd be like, "Oh, you have a crab tank? Yeah, I do." Huh? <laughs> nice. I feel really kind of like inadequate here because because I was going to say something like. <laughs> I used to um, I used to collect action figures and such, and so something I always wanted to have was a hot toy action figure, just because they are ultra lifelike. They cost hundreds of dollars. Wait, are and you talking about I, a real doll? What are you talking about? <laughs> like a real doll, but smaller, and what? without the uh, with, with <laughs> without the penis, you know. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> well, well, but, uh, women real dolls. Why, why did you have to elaborate? I just don't understand why you essentially want a real doll when that you can get one for like no, bucks right now. I would want a super realistic Captain America or you know, Tony Stark, Iron Man action figure like, that like that a I sex doll with... like Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm uh, Robert Downey Jr. is a good looking man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I'm not gonna, Dan, I'm not gonna, save us here. I'm not gonna deny that. I think that I've just never heard of this this six foot tall toy. Like what company makes it? It is not a six foot tall toy. It is a it is the normal size of an action figure. Think oh God, you know, or angry G. Joe God. or something like that. <laughs> it's not. It's not to sex style scale. Okay. Okay. That it wasn't... is a normal action figure that is ultra lifelike does not have a dick does not have a vagina just 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 looks like like the characters in question and they cost hundreds of dollars why That's do they cost why. so much when you can just buy an action figure that that exists right now because these are ones that have like like different heads different hands different they can uh, change the heads and the hands like are they interchangeable where absolutely. you can make them really well, well, they have, not they have they have dolls like that already, though, Joe. <laughs> those are okay. those are called action and figures. <laughs> I am going to change my answer just because you guys are annoying the shit out of me now. I would take a a cruise around the the cruise that I took my the cruise line that I took with my honeymoon, Viking River Cruises. They also they also offer ocean cruises around the I heard world. Very nice, yeah. And there is a ridiculous cruise for like the ultra rich. It costs like a hundred thousand dollars a head or something like that. That literally take, I want to say it lasts like eight or nine months. That's how long the cruise is. And it hits every port in the world, basically. So that is my dumb purchase. Satisfied? I'm not. I'm just disappointed. No, I, th I think yeah, we're going to go. I think we're going to go back to the action figure one. <laughs> what about Dan? Dan still has to talk. Okay, real, real quick. <laughs> you said really stupid purchase. So what I would want is like a, a true blue, like 15th century 
announcer so that whenever I walked into a room, <laughs> he would say, hear ye, hear ye, <laughs> Daniel Moore approaches or something like that. And no matter, and before I went into the room, he would go in and he'd be dressed in all like the, he'd be decked out in like all that 15th century, like wardrobe or whatever with a horn, with a trumpet. A little trumpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so would he kind of be dressed like a beef eater or something like yes, that? Yes, yes, awesome. exactly. And uh, where would you find somebody like this? Craigslist. <laughs> I, li I live in Los Angeles. There's actors he out there. Art, he has a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I guess with that money, you can buy anything from anybody to do any. I, I get it. Yeah. So that's what I want. And I keep him in like under the stairs or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Harry Potter. Oh, and on that note, okay, we're done with that one. <laughs> uh, Dave, help us. What's our points? Yeah, Dave. Oh my gosh. How's the score well, shake out after that one? Joe, uh, for $1,500, you can buy Jasmine the fat ass love doll from X Queen Dolls. <laughs> you can get that now. No, <laughs> you can get it right now with that sweet, sweet government money. You got financing yes. options. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to give you a 1.5 points, which matches the 1.5 billion for the biggest lotto. Big winner, big winner. Big Huzzah. Winner. Huzzah to that, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Who is next, Joe? Uh, our next topic is for Chris. Chris, what do you have for us? All right. Well, my, my topic is... Not quite as, as, I mean, it's lighthearted, but not quite that lighthearted. But I want to ask you guys an opinion to this because I kind of got into a fight with my girlfriend the other day. And there's a lot of things in the news about reality TV and reality TV stars and what should be private for them and what should be public for them. And recently, and I know this show is going to air a little bit later than this, but the whole Kanye West, Kim Kardashian thing where <laughs> they're where, where like basically the, the, the Kardashians just destroy men. But besides the point, they've really ripped this guy's heart out and he's turned into a psychopath, which he already kind of was a little bit. Yeah. And now Kim Kardashian saying, well, you should respect our privacy. Well, my thing is this, there is no privacy when you get famous the way that you did. And there's some people who argue differently. Now, I feel that, you know, maybe certain reality stars, you know, whatever. But in the end, what do you guys think? Do you think that there should be privacy or should there not? I think, okay, so, so I will start off by saying that I think there should be privacy as far as like the kids are concerned, just because just because that's something that I think is always messed up with the paparazzi and such, how they always try to find like the babies out in public, like the kids and such, you know, just leave them be. Now, if you're painting a bullseye on on yourself like Kanye, you know, Jesus or whatever he's going by nowadays and and Kim and such you know have at them that's the way i feel you, you know just leave like the kids out of it now i will say that there was a great part um i don't know if you guys have ever read world war z but there's a uh, but there's a great part in the book where in the like apocalypse there's a reality show going on uh down in down in like a swamp like the everglades or something like that and these rich are kind of, you know, are pro 
basically they are they are talking about how they're safe and sound, how they're still living like the high life even with the zombie invasion going down. And that portion of the book actually ends with their house, their mansion being overrun by armed locals with their kids who have heard all these broadcasts and are like, well, if there's safe haven there, that's where I'm going. And so in that sense, it kind of backfired on them, of course, you know, of course, it's a work of fiction and whatnot, but, uh, but, but your question just intrigued me there and, and just made me think about that, Chris. Uh, mm -hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I say you can have at the, the grownups just leave like the kids out of it. What do you say, Dan? Um, I think that if the question is whether or not it's right that people are paying attention to Kanye West to the degree they are, I mean, the man announced he was running for president. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. if you're going to run for president, then uh, you're going to be put under a little bit more scrutiny than, than normal, probably. Um, I can't wait to see what the birthday party produces. <laughs> Isn't that the party he's running under? Yes. Hey, we need a we need a new we need a third party. We needed some change. <laughs> so it's a birthday party, why not? <laughs> um it does concern me though because my younger brother um is a fan of Kanye's and uh and my younger brother is crazy. So mm. I don't know. <laughs> so crazy <laughs> finds crazy is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That make me a little uncomfortable. Oh, I, <laughs> I could, I could be concise, but when am I ever, um, I just have so many feels about this whole thing. Uh, partly because I just have very, very little patience for porn star Kim Kardashian and her lunatic husband. <laughs> um, he, he was, uh, he, he was, and to some degree still is a musical genius. I'm not, I'm going to give him credit where credit's due. I will feel that he has diminished over time. I think that his earlier records are significantly better, but that said, I divide artist from person. Um, that's a talk for a whole different day. So he is batshit insane. And Kim Kardashian is the worst. I will say that. You can hate on me as much as you want. Give us one-star ratings. Make sure you subscribe while you do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so porn star Kim Kardashian, um, she, look, when you are at that level, as you said, Chris, you and, and Dan, it's like, as everybody said, when you become that person who's choosing to live this life and make no fucking mistake, there is no not a choice. It is a choice to yeah. do this. Yeah. You are now public property. You are essentially what we make you because you need our attention and our affection to exist. Then if you don't want it anymore, you will cease to exist. So You're for really them to say, honor our privacy, there is a boundary. Joe, I agree. Don't go chasing after the kids in the house. You know what? And don't go on their property. That's just dickish. But if you invite fucking cameras onto your property to film a show, yeah, it is all fair game. So don't bitch about it. Let me ask you, though, do you really think he's... and that he's really not a brilliant marketer? I am. A, I actually think that if you go and look, if you want to get into the music talk about it, that would, is that because you dropped out a bit there, Joe. Um, if you're talking about his artistry, if you look at some of his earlier work, I mean, the way he made music was shit that people haven't been hadn't been doing. So I have to give the guy mad credit for that. Um, but I mean, when you have songs like Poopity Scoopity or whatever the fuck that one's called, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently he's like i'm making a music i'm making music for my son or daughter or whatever kid they have it's just like no 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 then don't sell it because it sounds terrible but you go back to college dropout it's ridiculously good no um, i'm saying i think he's a brilliant marketer i think i think he's only brilliant at marketing because he has so many fucking followers i don't think you have to be a genius to market when you have 30 million people following you you know, and look, the guy has a mental illness that does require some compassion. But at the same time, get some fucking help. Then, that's what I say. Uh, Chris, what do you have to say? Just to finish it out, the the only thing I have to say is, you know, yeah, he does have a mental illness and all that's great. But at the same time, you you know, Kim made a conscious decision to enter into a lifestyle that awarded her a lot of money and a lot of fame by having a sex tape out there. And not only did she, you know, she, she embraced it. That's what she wanted. That's how she became successful. And Kanye knew that going into it, went into it right away and embraced it as well. So as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter if you have a mental illness or whatever it is, you, you're getting into this lifestyle. Now you reap what you sow. You got to take the good with the bad. You want the money, you want the fame, you want the followers, you want to be able to market well, then you also got to take the fact that you're going to have paparazzi up your ass. And when you ask for privacy, you're not going to get it because you made that deal with the devil. Now you reap what you sow. Now, wait a minute, Chris. Are you trying to allege that there so that whenever a celebrity comes out with a sex tape, are you alleging that they're not actually that they're not actually stolen and that they're not actually leaked? That, I'm, that I'm not alleging that for celebrities. I'm alleging that for Kim specifically. Shut the <laughs> hell up. <laughs> Look, when they sit there, her and Paris Hilton, the two porn stars of, of the 90s and early aughts, whatever, whenever it came out, when, when you could tell they were crying crocodile tears as they were walking to the bank in their Louis Vuitton and all that other happy horse shit to cash their big check. Oh, 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 oh look at me. A dick is there in some video. Ah. Cash, cash. I, I'm going to go buy a Maserati now. Oh, fuck off, man. They, they did that on purpose. They did that on purpose. Oh, thank you, studio audience. I really appreciate that. <laughs> so, so am I the only one who copped to a, a nude picture being out there? Wait, hold on. Wait, what? Hold on. Hold on. So, <laughs> so, am I the only one who, not that you see my face or anything, but but will cop to a nude picture being out there? I feel like this is a new topic, like step ball change in the <laughs> middle of it. Time, that's all I can say. No, you're well. Uh, uh, okay, no, there are photos out there. All right, and oh god, wow. Sorry, it's a story for another topic. We don't have enough time, but I can tell you that there actually might even be video because of a uh, a sham audition that I went to. Casting couch. <laughs> I, I no. was going to say, Art, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you mean, you mean they didn't... Art was on the bang bus. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, God help us. Uh, yep. All right. Okay. Well, with that, I will say game over on that one. Um, Dave, 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 how, how would you rate that? Uh, I'm going to give Art the points. I like uh, his little, uh, we're going to go buy some stuff. And I can just imagine them buying a unicorn <laughs> because they got that type of money, which makes me so sad. 
Ah, so, uh, all right, I'm going to give you uh, two points. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. How many did you get the first time? One and a uh, half. Joe, Didn't you get yeah, like one and a half? Oh, I thought you got like 1500 or so. Okay, I feel fine. Yeah. I'm good. Um, huzzah! And, huzzah! And since this motor mouth is already running, Cheers. sorry, whiskey break. Um, I will bring up the next topic. Uh, this one just came to me as my wife and I were watching a beloved children's movie from my youth, The Return to Oz. And it made me think about all these movies that came out that were for children that are terrifying as all fuck. And they have no business being kids' movies. Return to Oz, Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. Um, uh, what was the other one? Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, there's so many movies. I just wanted to talk about what are some of, some of your favorite movies that you remember watching as a kid. And despite it being just utterly terrifying, you still found yourself endeared to it. And, you know, perhaps later on in life, you went back and revisited it. And then you realized that perhaps some of the reason you're screwed up is because of that movie itself. <laughs> I, I guess I can start off once again, if that's all right. If that's all right with you guys. Please, you're holding uh, the goblet of talk. <laughs> yes, sir. One of, um, one of my favorite books of all time, if not my favorite is watership down and i remember oh dan you took you took yep yeah, that was the one i was sorry. exactly thinking of i was like here oh we can share God. here okay Terrifying okay content. okay um, mm -hmm. you know my my old man used to take me to the video store back in the day and i would look through the movie rentals and such and you know pick out movies based on you know based on what the cover looked like and one was watership down <clears throat> And uh, it was, it, you know, it was literally just a rabbit in shadows, I think, just looking up at the sky. I'm like, oh, that doesn't seem too bad. So I took it home, and it was a, as Dan can vouch for, it, it, it was a horror masterpiece. Because it, because basically, it just talks about what happens with, you know, uh, what development um, does to, like, rabbit warns and whatnot. It, Literally, it starts off with with one of the main characters, Fiverr, if I re mm -hmm. remember. Yep. Who's like Fiverr Hazel, all of and yep. he has a mission that death and destruction is coming to their warn. Sure enough, they find out that a construction company is moving in there to put up houses. So after. After these rabbits leave, you know, everyone who stayed behind is brutally gassed and murdered. And it, and it just goes downhill from there because one of the scariest villains, Dan, I say in movie history, like, you know, going back to our kid years, was General Woundward. And that was the, the quote-unquote bad rabbit uh, who was the militant, think of him like a Hitler of this warren that they were trying to move into basically he was twice the size of like a normal rabbit anyone who did not kowtow to to him he would brutally and i mean brutally murder and it was like it, 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 it was it, it's one thing if you read the book which is why i love the book just because it had me on the edge of my seat the entire time and i read this much later in life but watching this as a kid, this 
this this cartoon was just brutal. What do you have to say about it, Dan? I uh, I just remember the first like fifteen minutes of it, like that vision that Fiverr has of of death and destruction coming. It's like this. It's literally like a field of blood, like flowing down. Yes the hillsides and everything. And he's like, so having this like seizure fit in his, and um, yeah, animals get brutally murdered throughout this animated film and get caught on fences, get hit by cars, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> attacked by dogs. Um, it's, uh, but, and I, I actually back in 2005, uh, 2016, I went back and rewatched it um, after I, I had also read the novel, I read the novel in high school and came to appreciate the story so much better. Uh, Richard Adams wrote the, the book and um, the film is actually really beautiful. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful movie, but as a, as a kid, yeah, no, not, I had nightmares. I literally had nightmares. For, for being an animated snuff film, I'm really surprised <laughs> to see that this is a PG, a PG movie. <clears throat> which is incredible I, it's uh yeah it's rated pg um, i got of course say, that was before pg-13 but still wow i have to say that the rabbit's big plan at the end of the movie in order to take care of wound ward and you know this and art don't don't get on my ass about spoilers here the, the spoiler book came out alert the book came out back in <laughs> 71 or something like that. Oh, he, here he comes with his... He's his, the late 70s. He's breaking out his calendar yeah. saying the statute of limitations <laughs> is finished. At the end of the, the book and movie, when the rabbits are able to trick the farmer's dog into chasing them back and it's the dog who takes out wound ward. Oh my God, that, that, that scene just gave me chills. Like, especially because wound ward actually held his own. And actually, yeah. you know, and it actually ends with you not know, like, I think in the book, they actually talked about that the dog showed up back at like the farmhouse later and it had looked like um, his owner had believed he had been in a fight with a fox or something like that just because of the damage done to him. But, you know, wound wart was never seen uh, again after that. It was just, you know, it, it literally still gives me goosebumps to this very day. Chris, what do you have to add here? Oh. You, you know, it's funny, Dave, Dave sent over a list of creepy kids movies, and one of the movies that, that I was going to bring up <laughs> was The NeverEnding Story, because that's a movie that I could have watched over and over and over again when I was a kid, and I did watch it over and over again, and I realize now how creepy as fuck it was, like, when they went to, like, it, it was just, it was just flying the dog, and then the things, like, come up out of the ground and stop them, like, crazy shit that happened in that movie that was just not for kids. And the funny thing is, you know, my, my, my parents had uh, cable TV, so sometimes they would show some really um, uh, bad horror movies at night, and I would stay up late and watch them, like <laughs> Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And like, it's not a kid's and movie. Like, and like I know, I, like hold this, on. I just like how Killer Clowns from Outer Space, space. <laughs> it's so not a bad movie. <laughs> or the Leprechaun, or like, you know... <laughs> and it's like, I there was no distinction between the two. And, and one movie that was not a kid's movie that that was branded that felt like it was a kid's movie but it wasn't yeah. was that, oh, that was but that wasn't scary but, though but, that was but, just yes like it, a, was. it was a mature film that was that wasn't doctor doom wasn't a kid's movie. or uh <laughs> what was it was it mr doom doctor uh, doom judge uh, doom judge doom okay. judge doom thank you yeah no yeah. he he was kind of yeah. creepy but i i when I he turned into a tune it was terrifying yeah i guess because it was it is 
my favorite movie of all time. Like I, I can see the things that were horrific about it, but there was just so much about it that was just not scary until then. That got scary, you know? While other movies like Return to Oz, Dark yeah. Crystal, or Never Ending Story, like there was shit happening all along the way that was just awful. You know, I mean, there was animals dying. There was Yeah. There was what was it in that never ending story like Atreyu's horse? Art tax? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Doesn't he like drown dry? Uh, drown yes. in a, in a yeah. in sing with or whatever? Say, yeah, I, I don't remember. Because <laughs> it was so yeah. gloomy. Yeah. yeah. I um it's crazy. And uh <laughs> and and actually speaking of the <laughs> never ending story, um the the dog, as you put it, Chris, uh it was actually a wolf and his name was Mork. Yeah. It was Mork oh, I, I, I think it was spelled T M O rk or something like that yeah he scared the shit out of me as a kid um especially that scene where atreyu is in that cave and is looking at everything that had happened in his life up until then and then he gets to the picture of the wolf and he's like wait when did that happen and then that's when he (laughs) i'm so scared i wish i had a ham sandwich to calm my nerves i don't know if this technically counts and i know we still have to get to you as well here art but it but i was thinking too of superman three i think it was just because those movies were kind of meant for kids and such yes. and there was a scene in superman three which was the one with richard Pryor, and it was pretty damn bad don't get me wrong but there was a scene where the evil henchwoman was knocked into a machine and was turned into a robot and as a kid watching that gave me fucking nightmares it was that like, was the like, worst because it was so like it was so over the top and it was like it, it it was i think it was made worse by the fact that it looked as unrealistic as it did and it was just it was just all these wires being planted into her head and 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 you know metal pieces and stuff Ugh. it was it was like the the first well, no. Actually, I would argue that the first true body horror movie I've ever watched was uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> but the, <laughs> that scene was like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. what what is happening to her? She's never going to be the same. <laughs> she is, <laughs> she's ruined. <laughs> Which film do you but, think, yeah. Bart? Oh, you know, I think Cannibal Holocaust probably freaked me out the most as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that little number. <laughs> yeah, all that old chestnut, eh? Um, no, I, I, I brought it up a, a couple times. Wizard of Return to Oz. That that I mean, the Deadly Desert, the um, just the the strange creatures and how they looked, and the Wheelers and oh, the Wheelers, the, yeah. the Gnome King and all that. Sh- I mean, it was just like, what Moby. on earth um, what, is what happening in this movie? And um, I was, I, yeah, because again, I just watched it not long ago, um, within like the last week. And no shit, it had been upwards of 25 years, maybe 30 since I've seen that movie. So it was a whole new experience. And then, of course, I have to go with you, Dan, on the body horror that is Willy Wonka. Um, I, I, you know, total uh, confession here, I've never seen that movie until I watched it recently. And as I was watching it, I thought, first of all, I was like, holy shit, this is not a kid's movie at all. This is a psychedelic movie. You need to watch this movie stoned. That's the only way it makes sense. And I mean, the chicken gets its head cut off and that's that 
what, what was up with the tunnel sequence? He's sitting there shout singing at the children as they're plummeting to their death. I, it is so weird. So weird. I can't even. I can't. Yes, Joe. Um, uh, for, for you guys, plus anybody who's listening at, at home right now, one thing I would recommend you checking out. There is a Smokey the Bear commercial from, the early, from probably the mid-70s. And it was with Catherine Bach, who was a big starlet at the time. And, you know, and she's talking about, you know, the dangers of forest fires and whatnot. And the, the ad ends with her taking her mask off and revealing herself to be Smokey. And he jokingly says, huh, would you have listened if you knew it was me? And the thing is that this commercial, you can look it up on YouTube. It was quickly repealed because it scared the living shit out of people because it was so it was so like it looked like her face was melting <laughs> as it was taken off and so they they had to go back and reshoot it just so it was much more gradual it's like you know do, you know it, it, it was much more you know, just because it, it, it literally looked like the woman's face was being ripped off in one ad so <laughs> if you're listening at home right now um go ahead and youtube search Catherine bach Smokey the Bear, something like that, or Smokey the Bear, creepy, you won't be disappointed. Wow. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And uh, let's, wow. well, Dave, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about our points before we move on to Dan. Yeah, I'm going to give uh, Chris three points where that's how old I was when NeverEnding Story came out. Definitely saw it on VHS. So sad. Uh, Worst part about that was the sequel. Horrible, horrible <laughs> sequel. <laughs> oh, ruined yeah, everything. Yeah, ruined it. But uh, <laughs> Bastion, I guess. Yeah. Poor kid who committed suicide. Horrible thing. Good job, Chris. Three Jonathan, points. Put uh, you in the lead. Something wow, like really? Uh, way to take it to the dark side, Dave. Yeah. If only Artax was a unicorn. i'll tell you what if he was a unicorn then he wouldn't have let that shit happen because he would have stabbed a motherfucker with that horn so (laughs) given that dan the man take us home all right so i was thinking and i've talked to several other folks uh about this since uh uh quarantine has started several months ago now i can't even remember how long ago it was now like march or something (laughs) how much more alcohol have people consumed since they just been at home not having to drive anywhere uh i can speak for myself i started going to target which is within walking distance from where i live and they have like this array of of IPAs and I'm like you know what I want to start start trying each one of these and so I would find myself <laughs> buying one or two pack like six packs of these IPAs and, and having them all like on a Saturday and Sunday and then uh and I started to realize that that was adding up and I was like am I the only one doing this and then I talked <laughs> to some other friends and they were like oh no I've I've been drinking a lot more too <laughs> I was just curious to know what you guys thought Chris how about you you're our uh, local pickler <laughs> I am, I am, and I can tell you that uh, that there is a big difference in in the alcohol consumption. Um, obviously, you have to keep a lot more alcohol in your house. So, it's funny. I used when when this first started, um, I didn't have any liquor in the house. Like I had very little liquor in the house. So, liquor stores were essential. 
Um, so I wound up trying to get into a place right over by me. I live in Westchester County, New York, and it's a place called the Westchester Wine Warehouse. Very large, oversized liquor store where they have just about everything you can imagine. And the wait to get into the liquor store was over three <laughs> hours. Oh, my gosh. And yes. And, and it was that way for about a week and a half. So I did, I had to wait. And then finally I, I caught it like, you know, right when they opened, cause you had to time it to get in there the right way. And yeah, they were sold out of liquor, like a, a gigantic liquor store that, that has gotta be at least, you know, 60 to 70,000 square foot. It's like, it is literally a warehouse filled with alcohol. And it was, they were just about down to about 20% of what they had left. And, um, yeah, you're not the only one. I mean, people are just, you know, liquor stores are one of the businesses that has really, really boomed in all of this. Uh, bars went out, liquor stores are just killing it right now. So, yeah, absolutely. There's no time that I have less than six bottles in the house that, you know, are for consumption. And then we have the other bottles that are for special occasions. And then, you know, it pretty much. Yeah, how are you going to treat, treat your open wounds? <laughs> Otherwise, here's the apocalypse. <laughs> I can't believe that, uh, that that Dave actually just wrote here in the chat that Pennsylvania was the only state that ordered all liquor stores to be closed down as non-essential businesses. Because Lord knows during a global pandemic, I'm sorry, I'm talking about a hot button issue for just a second here. <laughs> because Lord knows during a global pandemic, the one thing you want is people who are addicts without their fix. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will get down. I will get. I will get down off my. Uh... Maybe they're cured now. <laughs> yeah, hey, I've always heard though, right? Yeah, cold turkey is the best way to go. They can get uh, alcohol in grocery stores, just not liquor. So beer, wine. You just have to drink a lot more of it. That's all. What do you think, Art? Oh boy, um, yeah, it's absolutely true. I've started drink. Well, started. <laughs> wow. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Blame the pandemic on your addiction. Um, no, I um, I've definitely picked up uh, more than what I've usually been uh, imbibing throughout this entire time, uh, as is evident by my own COVID-19 pounds that I've chalked on since the beginning of this whole thing. Um, I was noticing that too hard in myself, and that's when I started to actually... That's when I was like, oh, wait a minute, wait. Maybe it's because I've been drinking six packs of beer every day. Oh, Dan, I thought you were talking about you, you noticed Art getting fat. That's what I thought oh, he no. said, too. He's just like, no, yeah, Art, no. when you came I was talking about myself. Zoom, I was like, holy shit, you're fat. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. No, I was. Like, how that, you that's really, like, really rude. <laughs> no, I was talking about myself. That was when when I noticed that with myself. That was when I started to ask, "Wait a minute, am I just is this because I've been drinking a whole lot more than I normally ever would drink, especially like beer, which is just carbs, you know?" All right, so hang, hang like, on a second, Dan. You still look like a skinny bitch. Stand up real quick. Stand up. <laughs> I, I, Stand well, up. I, I, I stopped. Um, oh, look at him. Oh, he's so skinny. Where'd you put on the weight in your ankles? Stand up, Art. Now you gotta sit down. Sit down. (laughs) Sorry, I almost knocked my microphone over. Oh, jeez. I need a shirt there, Art. That one looks a little tight. You guys suck. Anyway, um, yes. 
it is true. There's been a lot more. And I think a, a big part of it is, you know, there's twofold to this. Part of it is an escapism. It's the quote unquote, the cheapest, easiest way just to kind of get out of yourself without leaving yourself. And honestly, you know, it, it is straight up self-medication and it's something to do. Now, all that said, I have thankfully tapered off, not on the weight, but tapered off on the drinking. Um, it's not happening anywhere near as often as it was. Um, but man, yeah, it, it, I cannot imagine living in a place where you could not get booze. I mean, I feel like there would have been riots in the streets and I just don't, I, I, beyond me. I mean, I don't know. But then yeah. again, wait, now you were talking about Pennsylvania. Now, are they one of those blue law states or something where they actually can't sell alcohol on Sundays or are there any other little... No, but that's Maryland. On Sundays? Really? Yeah. How did I not remember that? Well, that's... Stupid. Yeah, it's blue law. <laughs> A friend of mine... Um... Jersey, Jersey is as well, I believe. Um, certain times on Sundays, oh. not all day. Well, you have to schedule your your appointment. <laughs> you have to schedule your you have to yes. schedule your drinking. Uh, yeah. New York, they wouldn't serve alcohol on Sunday before before twelve or one o'clock. But oh, that's okay. It's that New York. Nobody is awake before then anyway. You all go out until <laughs> fucking five in the morning. <laughs> a Sunday. Well, well yeah. Not, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not not anymore. We, we, we eat dinner <laughs> in the street and that's it. I recommend to Chris, uh, just because Chris had mentioned at the beginning of the pandemic, waiting in line for three, or, or you didn't wait, wait in line. There were people waiting. I didn't wait in line. I, I pulled up and the parking lot was filled and it was just a line around the block. And I, you know, when I walked out there, you know, I was like, oh, you know, the guy's like, yeah, it's at least three hours to get in. It reminds me about these. <laughs> Drink, but you know what? It's hard. I, I went down to the liquor. I went down to the grocery store because they sell beer and wine in, in New York in the grocery stores. And I just grabbed like this beer. <laughs> reminds me about these stories. Because could not have alcohol for a couple days. It reminds like, me you know, about these stories I heard at the beginning of the, the pandemic about uh, like the toilet paper. Oh yeah. Whatnot. Like I mean, there 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 was literally one person who tweeted who was working like a big box store who said that one guy came in, got his two packs, went outside, was gone for 10 minutes, came back inside wearing a ball, a ball cap and sunglasses just to purchase another two packs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what I was going to say with the whole with the whole long wait for alcohol and whatnot, there are actually, believe it or not, there are actually delivery services out there now. Like I think one's called I think one's called Drizzly. Yep, yeah, Drizzly. Actually, yep. Which actually you can order from liquor stores and somebody will drop it off there at your door. Um, as far as Dan's question goes, I have replaced one vice with another. I'm not a big drinker to begin with really. Like, I mean, back in, back, back in my college days, I was a total beast. And then I turned and then I became of age and then it got boring. So like, oh. tell me about it. Uh, I did get you that. got yeah. boring, Joe. I've always been boring, you know that. <laughs> um, but no, I am actually smoking a bit more now than I did before. Not smoking Smoke cigarettes, weed really, every but day. cigars and whatnot. And so it's uh, that's something I should not be doing. But I, uh, but I, but I still <laughs> believe it or not, there are these cheap cigars that are sold at um, local mom and pop shops and. They are literally the cheapest thing you can find. It's like 
for a dollar and 99 cents, you can get these two cigars that are, are white grape flavored. And dude, I love them. Are you like, talking about Swisher Sweets? I know these have like a white owl on like the packaging. Oh, you mean, aren't they called black white and, owl? Black They're called white, white, owl. White, owl. white owl, yeah. Oh, and wow. Uh, like I said, yeah. it's it's cheap as shit. It's like a dollar ninety nine cents for two of them, and these things those are the would like the worst. <laughs> it must be like like, like I, I shudder to think about what I must be inhaling right now. But it's <laughs> it's something I it's something I enjoy the taste of, and the way I see it is that you know there's a whole heck of a lot that we can't do right now. Uh, during this pandemic. So if there's some things that I can kind of take charge of, well, let this be one of them. So it sounds like those cigars sounds like they are made up of the lips and assholes of the cigar world. Just like hot dogs. <laughs> That's right. it. Yeah. And I'm sorry, just to, just to ask, you said you inhale um, those, Joe? I do. I you do. You said you inhale those or, or, you, you and him, Something okay. I just wanted to be like clear. Walls, that's, that's walls. Right. I am waiting on borrow time already, okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. aren't, aren't, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Enjoy your White House, Joe. Oh, Enjoy. Well, bravo to you, sir. <laughs> okay. All right, Dave, what's the Dave, points after points. that one? All right, Joe, you know what goes well with a nice White Owl? What's that? Some barefoot Moscato. Negative five points for you. Uh, <laughs> yes. And some points. It, it, it's a first show. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, Dave. So that means Chris. Wait, no, no. Chris Dan. wins with three. Chris wins with three. Dan, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dan, I'm sorry I got you did not know. win. Um, he was man. not in last. That was me. That is true. You are dead last. Hey, Dan. Um, is there anything that you wanted to plug before we get going here? I know you're part of some stuff. Yes. If if people are interested to listen to some old podcasts that are still. Uh, somewhere out on the internet that I produced. There's the Just One Thing podcast, if you can find it. It's on Spotify. Uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Um, it's uh, It's been a while since I visited it, but I've been thinking about going back to it because of uh, all the extra time I found. And I, I've just learned recently that um, I will be spending a lot more time at home for the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, did you get fired? Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh, man, I'm sorry, man. Oh no, sorry, Dan. Won't, won't. But just one thing for sure, for sure. Well, yeah, you promised me you'd go back to that podcast for years, so it's about time. I didn't say when, Art. We've inspired him, Art. We've inspired him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Um, I think that and on that disappointing note. Yeah, on that disappointing <laughs> note. Um, I think that uh, you know. We've all had fun here and we've had some good topics and some really disappointing chatter. So before I sing ourselves out, I want to remind you to please click subscribe, like us. And if you don't, don't tell your friends. If you do, please do tell your friends. And until next time, a little ditty for you. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic. Can you come in again? Again. Oh, that was disappointing. Oh, that was. Ugh. <laughs>